Can you hear my voice? Okay, he's not responding. I'm gonna need an 18 gauge, left AC, right away. Uh, BP is 90 over PAL, respiration's at eight. Okay, I'm tubing him. DMC, this is Medic 41. Medic 41, this is DMC base. MIC and Betty, go ahead. He's cold. Spike a bag and grab the backboard. Okay, got it. On three. One, two. Yo, what's going on, Connor? How you doing, man? Yeah, I didn't recognize the number. I thought he was from Florida. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, I I mean, when I graduated school, I had moved down to Florida, and I lived down there for three or several, um, actually, it was about 12 or so weeks. And when I was down there, I, I got a new phone in the process. I didn't plan on leaving, but I ended up leaving anyways and, and moving back here to New England. But uh, that's basically the story behind behind that. I got you. And kind of like a long, a long time, uh, another story for like another time. But, um, we are rolling, dude. We are recording and everything here. Hopefully this microphone doesn't pick up too much of this desk movement on here. I'm in West Roxbury and like this table is on a wood floor. So any movement in this chair, the microphone almost kind of picks up. So I'm going to have to basically sit here like frozen, trying not to move and make too much noise while we're talking so I don't fuck things up. Yeah. But yeah, how's the sound quality for me? Is that fine? You don't sound too bad. Are you on speaker or what are you doing on your end? Yeah, I am on speaker. I can take it off that if you want. Yeah, do you got some like headphones or something, man? Because like I had um, a buddy of mine, Paul, that I did on the show a couple of weeks ago and just when he was doing it, he, I mean, his voice kind of sounded a little far away. Or, you know what you can do is you just pick up the phone, leave it on speaker, but, like, talk into it like a radio or something. Like this? Is that better? Yeah, sure. That doesn't sound too bad. I think I got <clears throat> I got the volume uh, recording volume or your like, input to it. Normal, too. Like, a normal phone call. Yeah. Yeah, no. You sound you sound all right. I mean, on my end, I think it'll be good. Or, worst comes to worst, Here, I could me, probably edit the oh, audio and turn your volume up. Uh, let me take off my case. It's a pretty beefy one. All right. All right, you got it. Off. That actually sounds yep. pretty good now. That sounds a little bit better. All right, let's roll with this then. Hell yeah. We've got it. So definitely we'll kick this right off here. Um, ask a, I got a couple of questions lined up here. And obviously, so are you the, just out of curiosity, are you, one, are you the head strength and conditioning coach at CrossFit Bangor? Like how does the hierarchy, hierarchy work there? Like how many coaches are there like total? So um, I'll give you the uh, inside scoop on this. Um, okay. And you'll edit this chunk out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so actually, maybe actually... don't tell me because I don't do any editing. But, okay. So yeah. don't tell me then. But anyways, so we'll just get to it. Um, how, first off, how are you so damn shredded? I just, it's always been like, if you look at pictures from my brothers and I, ever since we were little, we were all, we were always super skinny. Mm -hmm. Um, and then 
it just turned out that I was really easy just to pack on muscle. That was the easiest thing. And after that, I just haven't been able, like I wrestled all through high school and college and doing CrossFit with that and weightlifting. It just, there hasn't been a chance for pretty much any fat to linger around. I guess it's that's kind of the training. Yeah, I guess that's kind of the plus of always training and doing CrossFit. As I mean, you're you're doing so many intense workouts and everything that works is just so grueling. It's pretty much just eat whatever you can. And hey, if you can eat a shit ton of chicken, um, a shit ton of rice, and basically all the healthy foods, and eat a lot of it, I mean, you'll have no problem at all whatsoever. Probably just packing on, you know, good weight. Essentially. Oh yeah, and like at at this point though, it's like it's starting to finally get to the point where I do have to kind of watch what I eat. Um, but as long as, cause like if I want to gain weight, I need to eat more than 3,700 calories. A day. Are you for real, bro? Yeah. Holy shit. And so with I wish I had mind, that problem. Like... I seriously wish I had that problem, dude. Cause <laughs> I am such a sweet guy. Like it's so easy for me to just pack on a lot of weight. I shouldn't say easy, but it's easy for me to sit and like eat a lot. Like, before this, my plan or my plan was is to not even eat until after I did kind of like this sit down here with you. But um, the place I'm staying at, this this nice lady offered, you know, to, for me to sit down and eat like dinner with the family. So I was like, oh, OK, all right, well, that's cooking. I don't have to do it's convenient. And I just like, OK, what do you got going on there? And she said, uh, steak, steak tips. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like, perfect. That'll do. Yeah. But um, anyways, so, yeah, back to what you were saying. Sorry. No, um, God, I hope, I hope I have steak tips. I have steak tips in my fridge right now. I got to thaw those out. Um, but, uh, no, it's like, as long as I'm not, as long as I'm under that 3,600 mark, like you won't gain weight. So I've been fortunate enough that my metabolism has been so high that I can get away with eating a bunch of bad food if the opportunity is there, but I still find it does impact how I feel, but it doesn't necessarily change how I look. Interesting. Just out of curiosity, you know, I feel like it's so easy, like being like an athlete and obviously someone like you that is in really good shape. How do you coach those people that, you know, don't have that, I guess, um, genetic predisposition, I suppose? Yeah, um, pretty much. Like, I don't know, I've, I kind of think that I'm athletic because of the amount of time that has been um, been put in through the years on learning how to use my body kinesthetically from like playing outside, working on my cousin's farm, mm-hmm. excuse me, to like, to then wrestling. Wrestling helped a lot and that enhanced all of like my other sports and everything Wrestling like is such and an I athletic think, sport and you got to be put in so many awkward positions. Oh yeah. So and it's, it's like, it's truly you get strength in all those positions. Yeah. And so like in a snatch or like a clean and jerk, I really know I can feel myself going through those positions as I'm sure you can since you've been doing it for such a long time. But um, for these people that have never done anything athletic and they're in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and so on, um, it's not, it's just figuring out what they're there for. You know, like what are they, what are their goals? Like, do they want to lose weight? Do they just want to feel better? Do they want to look better for their partners or just for themselves and figuring out what brought them here? Mm-hmm. And then building from there. So they got their base goals and then maybe they want to get their first pull up or something like that. And then going on. Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely a kind of like a unique approach. And I guess that's kind of like another part 
of CrossFit. And I mean, especially maybe like a, a distinction that is kind of hard to grasp, especially maybe for someone like you and I, it's like, oh, you're doing CrossFit to not be an athlete. Well, why the hell would you even bother doing CrossFit? You know, like that's kind of like my simple thought process. But there are all these other things that, you know, people are are doing it for, you know, maybe they're they work in law enforcement for example, and their job requires them to just be really physically fit and to basically kick ass, you know, exactly. or maybe or maybe they're a firefighter or something like that. Or for a lot of the reasons you stated to basically look, look good for their partner or um, maybe to gain some, some confidence back or just maybe they're unhealthy in weight. So, which, which actually brings me to like my next question. Now I'm thinking, so what, like, what made you do CrossFit and, um, or are, are you doing CrossFit? Is CrossFit your focus this year? Like, like, so what made you, what's the Connor story? I guess I asked Tony the same question. What's my, what's my story? Like as in like, as in currently or how it got started? Or yeah. How it got started. Why'd you, okay. why did you do it? Like, what was the big why? Like I've got my big why, like, let's hear that. My big why was, Initially, my wrestling coach in high school, he, um, he ended up showing me uh, after, after practice one day. He's like, hey, Connor, why don't you come check this out? I've been doing this in my shed. You know, it's something that you could do extra. Because I was, I was running before practice. I was following, like, the West Point weightlifting program, like, over the summer. Like, yeah, putting in all this, like, work and stuff just because I wanted to win. It was going into my, like, my junior. The whole goal in high school was to win a state championship. I fell short year after year after year, and I was going into my senior year, and I was like, I've hit all the places, first or second, third, and fourth, whatever. I'm going into my senior year. I need to keep pushing. And then he showed me it, and I was like, this is great. I'm going to do this through my junior year, through the summer. I started pushing with that because I was like, this is it feels as similar to wrestling besides actually wrestling. And so I was just kept doing it through there, and once – wrestling was done I was like or with high school I didn't have any aspirations to wrestle in college and so I was just focusing on CrossFit I lugged weights around in my in the back of my truck and brought them into the Husson gym hell yeah did dude. CrossFit in there did it on like the um the concrete slab outside the bro the hell yeah gym and stuff all mm -hmm. that stuff and it was just always lugging my barbell around I kept it in my room fuck um, yes Everything like that. I've got. Five, I saw a video the other day of me doing like a a thruster burpee workout in my dorm room with weights and stuff. Super funny. That's awesome. And um, dude, I'm all done yeah. freaking weird shit like that. I got in trouble <laughs> for back when I was playing baseball and back back when like that was basically like my first love. Like I came from baseball and then I moved to weightlifting. But I used to do crazy shit. Like if I couldn't throw anywhere at school, I would literally be chucking balls down the hallway at a mattress like my freshman year, and I did that, and I actually got in trouble for it one time. But, no, it's very interesting that you bring that up because also, I mean, obviously, I got kicked out of, like, a lot of gyms when I was up in Orono because <laughs> of weightlifting, and I would have to do the same thing that you described, except I didn't have a truck to lug weights around in. I would have to move my shit around, and, like, I would lift at the track, at the university, man, I would lift outside on that track and people would be like, what yep. the fuck? And I'd be like, I don't give a shit. You know, I just don't care. So I had yep. to get it one way or another. So it was, uh, I could definitely relate to that. So, um, 
I guess when it so your CrossFit is your main focus. It's not like uh, strongman or like anything else like that. I know you've obviously dabbled in and uh, worked in like a different um, lots of different types of training. So like what what's next for you? And like I guess kind of what's uh, what's the focus? Like going the forward? focus is definitely still um, it's still CrossFit for sure. I was able to wrestle through college, which was nice, and I was like, "That's this is my last time I'm going to do this." So, mm-hmm. CrossFit was kind of pushed to the side, and um, now that I'm done, now that I'm graduated, it's just been been going through with just CrossFit, mixing in all the other aspects that CrossFit includes, doing like gymnastics stuff, strongman stuff, weightlifting stuff, just trying to make it interesting so then I don't lose interest in this sport that I did love before. But as you know, as you do something for a long time, it almost feels monotonous unless you're able to compete or set new goals for yourself. Mm -hmm. Just out of curiosity, you should totally do a weightlifting meet because you're strong as balls for weight class. Like, what would your weight class be in weightlifting? Would you be 81? Uh, What's 81 kilos? What is that for? Is that like 81 kilos is 178.8.9 or something pounds like that. I, I think know. I could make that. I would have to pull like like ten pounds. Ten like pounds that. down. It depends on how much the uh, um, recovery period between weigh-ins and the lift would be for eighty-one. Mm-hmm. If there's like if there's like a solid three hours between weighing in and lifting, I think I could feel feel a little better because it's just lifting quick. It's not like it's not some long drawn-out process. Yeah, definitely. But it's definitely. I heard there's, I saw there's some mass lifting meets coming up though. Oh yeah, no, there's a bunch. There's a one. I, I'm going to the one in Salem on the fifteenth, I believe. But I think that's really the last one, kind of before of May, February? or just like in the winter in general before the spring, because then there are a bunch of spring meets and then there's summer meets. But apparently, RWL posted something about an April Fool's meet. Yep. I don't know, but yeah, uh, no, you know what? In in the spring, mm-hmm. whatever meet you're going to, I'll come to, and you can be my coach because I've never been to one before. <laughs> I'll do my best to call your attempts, man. I'm like the worst at that stuff, but I'll try. Actually, no, Way I can I can sort you. of I can sort of count attempts. I was doing it because I went to the last meet I did was in November, and I went there completely alone. I had to count my own attempts. So it was a little weird. Actually, I did have some help, but it was definitely a little weird. So. I feel like if I'm just like standing in front of the scoreboard and just kind of watching it, I definitely like any monkey with a brain can do it. So <laughs> I should be able to do that. But anyway, so back on the back on the diet track, um, just because I'm always curious to hear about this. Do you do like a weight cut and then a weight gain, blah blah blah? Or are you basically just training as hard as you can, eating as much as you can, just because you have such a high metabolism? It, it's almost kind of something that you don't really have to spend too much energy planning and figuring out. Um, so it's always been like, obviously everybody likes how they look, like how they look. And, um, I've never had an issue with my body composition going the other way, but I was like, it was during, it was once right when I was done with wrestling, I was floating around like 175, you know, and, and I was like, I was strong enough, but not quite there. Like it just didn't have enough energy to work out as much as I was doing. And so I talked to one of my friends who's a nutritionist. And we figured out a plan. I learned more about nutrition and we upped the amount that I was eating and I gained 15, 20 pounds in like, about like five months, not even. 
mm-hmm. and it was it was all good weight too, and it was just like it drastically improved my performance in the gym with not only the short fast pieces but any of the pieces that went longer than ten minutes, like any of the metcons or the conditioning pieces, and so it's always just about performance for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, like the average CrossFit Games athlete is five eight and like one ninety five. And that's if basically go, you. Ba- pretty much because I'm like five eight and a half, and like I float between one ninety, like one eighty five and one ninety five. All depends if I'm really focusing on what I'm eating. And you're like a giant meat stick. You're just yoked. There's just slabs <laughs> of meat on you, dude. <laughs> Seriously, like I wish I was that freaking yoked. Like that would be awesome. You are. It's just it's just hiding a little bit because you're strong. It's all a there. Bit. Yeah, a little hiding, a little bit, or a couple blubbers and layers of fat. Actually, my body fat percentage is almost under seventeen percent right now, so I'm in pretty good shape compared to like what I usually am. And I've been light actually too. I weighed myself the other day. I was one eighty nine, then I was one ninety one this morning because I uh, I had a lot of beef jerky last night, which has a lot of Wait salt a second, in it. We weigh the same. Sort of, I guess. But, I mean, I'm tall. I mean, like, I'm a little taller. I'm not 5'8". I'm, like, 5'10 and a half-ish. But you weigh 189? Yeah, right now. Dude, you're so strong. If you have, if you're 17% body fat and you mixed in a little bit more CrossFit, like maybe a couple times a week, you, you think, like, wouldn't impact your strength at all. You don't think so? And you would up your metabolism, and then you would lose um, lose some, some of that percentage. How many me- uh, how many metcons or metcons or wads we talking here? <laughs> <laughs> so every year after the open, like all the way through college and stuff, my biggest weakness was I was not strong enough. I just wasn't strong enough. I was so small and I couldn't wasn't strong enough compared to all the other athletes. So after every single open that the world like wide qualifier for the games, I would do a weightlifting program. Mm-hmm. And so instead of doing so many metcons in a day and doing like one strength piece. It's a giant lifting session, and then I would end with one Metcon. So maybe do vice versa. Yeah, so I would just switch it around, and then I started to gain my strength and good, and then it turned the other way around, where now I'm strong enough, but now I have to build that cardio up again. And so, like, I'd say for you, like, you could probably get away with two or three Metcons a week, and you'd be fine. Mm. Because it helps with your GPP, and it helps with all those other stabilizer muscles so that you don't have to worry about those accessory movements in like your training and whatnot. Interesting vocabulary. Can you please dumb down GPP for me? So general, general physical preparedness. Okay. So like just being generally physically prepared for anything. So like the definition of CrossFit, just being, just being ready for whatever life has to throw at you, whether you're carrying bags. The apocalypse. Yeah, exactly. You're <laughs> carrying logs out of the woods. Like, you're weightlifting, it doesn't matter, you're able to do it mm-hmm. just because you're generally prepared. And just having all those little stabilizer muscles, because I've seen you do muscle ups and stuff, like that's super killer, like doing high reps, like light push jerks, like all that stuff. Yeah. It's so great because, like, you test your max pretty frequently, right? Uh, relatively. So, typically, what I'll do is, is I'm actually training super total this year and so yeah it's fun as fuck i love it i love bench pressing i want to get my bench press up big time just because that's the biggest bro movement at all and i can always brag to people about it but how many (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) but uh where was i going with that 
So no, typically what I'll do is like I'll be training. I'll either be focusing on training like more weightlifting movements or powerlifting movements. Kind of like right now, I'm, I'm focusing a little bit more on the powerlifting movements. So I'm doing uh, squat and um, deadlifting quite a bit throughout the week. Actually, only deadlifting once a week right now. But um, where was I going with this? Oh, so um, for pushing my snatch, matches. yeah, for pushing maxes and stuff like that. So for snatch, I'll work within because um, weightlifting is very technical. You know, you depending on how efficient you are as a weightlifter, you're not really going to be able to, uh, depending on what your efficiency is, you won't be able to, like, get a workout from it. Or maybe you will, depending on, you know, efficiency. So yeah. I'll work within, on any given day, I'll probably at least hit 80% uh, a couple times a week. And if technically I'm feeling really good, like, for example, last night I snatched um, – 80% five or four or five times. And then on my last two sets, I went like 85 and then I finished at 90% just because technically I was feeling really good, you know? Yeah. And that, I, what did you end up with? Like 260 or a little 120, bit more? 120 on my last set. Uh, and it looked great. It looked solid. Yeah. Too. I mean, the only thing was, is I was beat up as hell. And that was after doing a top set of five on back squat at like RPE nine. And then I had two, I had like two to three drop sets at back squat at minus 10% after that. So the volume, I feel like I'm, I'm accumulating it really well right now. My body's responding pretty well to it and I'm not eating a whole hell of a lot. I want to, at some point, um, move into that 96 kilogram weight class and just really become yep. as strong as I possibly can because I really just want to lift as much weight as possible. Like if I could look like Larry Wheels, I would do that. But I mean, I would need steroids too. But um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, oh shit. Um, so yeah, but I uh, I just really want to be as strong as possible, and I think Super Total is really just badass. So that's why I'm training that this year, and I think it'll be interesting to see how it impacts like weightlifting as well you know oh yeah for sure like like seeing my opinion on like super total is like that shows like that's like the most athletic version of weightlifting because you cover all the domains like yes you got the snatch and clean jerk but you're also deadlifting benching and squatting too um and it's just super cool now my question is how many push-ups are you doing how many push-ups am i doing i never do push-ups yeah. never do push-ups <laughs> never do push-ups I'll, I'll give you this um, so I rarely ever bench, right? Mm -hmm. Rarely do it just cause in CrossFit, it's not as applicable. Yeah. It's needed every once in a while, but if your bench is anywhere in the three hundreds, you're fine. As long as you can do ring dips and all that other fun stuff, you're good. Mm -hmm. But all I do is pushups like five days a week or every other day. I'll just hammer out a set of hundred. No shit. Pushups. And that's, that's beast and that's mode. it. And so that's always been my thing through wrestling and everything. And then I learned that gymnastic movements build the most strength to weight ratio. Really? Mass. Yeah. No and way. so like, like my max bench press, yes, I do cross and do all those other things, but I mainly credit it to like, um, my pushups. Yeah. You can bench like press like, quite a bit. I'm like 315 to 335 or whatever in there. Yeah. That's pretty darn good for anyone. And man. all I do is pushups. That's insane. And you never really, yeah, you don't really bench press that often. That's no, crazy. So it's like, so like, that's why I say like, if, like, if you ever hit a plateau, do some push-ups. 
Just yeah. mix it up. Oh yeah. It's a good idea. Oh, speaking of plateaus though. Mm-hmm. So my, like I've had a weird injury, like sort of with my quad, like it was pulling funny on my patella. Yeah, no, that like, was another thing I was going to ask about. <clears throat> I mean, I've had my share of injuries and I know you've had your share of injuries. Like how have you managed those? And has it always been kind of like your quad area? Like for me, it's kind of been my lower back. I don't know if it's necessarily my lower back or it's been muscle spasms at the wrong time. But um, yeah, so continue. I, I want to hear about it. So it's like I've always had injuries. Like they always, I, before I fully committed to CrossFit these past um, like year and a half, two years, it, a lot of the injuries came from wrestling or stemmed from that. Um, whether it be overtraining on top of that or, or whatever, but mostly with, with CrossFit, it's been, it's been funky things. It's been either my hips or, um, in layman's terms, just my knee, but it's been like the muscles around it. Like the most recent one, it actually happened twice now. Just a part of my quad, um, is pulling funny and pulling my knee and it's been uh, rubbing on my, my femur. So it's p- creating that patella femoral syndrome. It's bone-on-bone rubbing, which is no fun. And Ew. so it's been um, – I haven't been able to squat realistically for the past six months. I've just been doing lunges. And once I mitigated that that strain or injury, whatever was causing it, um, I tested out my back squat, right? I only went – the heaviest I went was – doing split squats and I got up to 300 for five. That's huge. Um, and so, and that was it. And then three months, three or four months later, tested on my back squat, hit 455 for the easiest. That's like a 95% because my max was 465. Hit that the easiest I've ever hit that before ever. Like no, like barely a sticking point. And all I had been doing was lunges. That's insane. And so it's just switching, switch that up a little bit. Like varying the training. Yeah, varying it. Because these lunges, like it doesn't affect my, my squat, how I feel in my clean and jerk and uh, front squat and snatch and everything like that. I don't feel any different. But mm-hmm. I'm excited to see because this squat cycle that I'm in that I'm just doing lunges with again, I'm excited to see how much it actually jumps. If I can hit that 500-pound mark That'd by the crazy. end of February or whatever. That would be amazing, dude. And you didn't have any pain after that, you know, kind of because you had to let it, let it heal, so to speak. Yeah, I, yeah, I found out it was um, there were just knots that was causing it to pull, and so I just used um, I love the lacrosse ball. I used the lacrosse ball to just just let it sit on that um, that tension point, and then eventually it would release, and I would have to do that between sets every night before I trained, every night after I trained, like just all the time until eventually it just went away. Hmm. Interesting. So how, so kind of continue on that. So how do you structure your training? Do you do it in blocks or? Um, like you mean like daily, how I structure it or just in general? Like if you're planning for something, I mean, obviously when someone starts training and they're brand new to things, obviously I think it's just good to just get going and just, start with something, don't be too specific, but obviously as you become a specialist and you become a lot better at, at weightlifting or whatever it is that your sports is, obviously you kind of have to hone in on your weaknesses or your strengths and you have to kind of 
come up with a plan to increase those parts because your body's just adapted to the stress at that point. So like, how, how do you go about, like, I guess, identifying, I mean, those areas and, and structuring your training at this point? Yeah. Like that's what I love about, um, CrossFit is that I've never really hit a plateau. That's awesome. That's what I love about the constantly varied functional movements is that it's always mixing it up with my, um, with the movements, the, how my muscles are feeling and everything like that. Um, but the, I follow um, Misfit Athletics, their um, competitive programming. And this year they're switching it up and they're doing it in three phases. And the first phase is focused really like a lot on the deadlift. And then it had the other gymnastic movements, everything else structured around that. And then this this phase is more about the, the back squat for the strength piece and the high rep for the clean and jerk and snatch and then the conditioning structure around there and they've got their plan with that so i actually don't make my own training because it saves me time when i'm since i'm going through my day managing my business and um training full time mm-hmm. but it's definitely it definitely helps having that mind there to to guide me through but what was that what was the original um question because i had another chunk i wanted to throw on there i can't remember yeah yeah so no when you're kind of like structuring like your training but i I mean you follow misfit athletics do you just like adhere kind of strictly to that programming or i mean do you dumb it down in any sort of way where you kind of make it more specific to i mean yourself and whatever it is that you're trying to focus on for a weakness yeah yeah absolutely like um so I'll split my day up. Typically I'll train in the morning, either five or six in the morning, get a, get like my conditioning piece out of the way and like my gymnastics. So I'll either do like whatever it is for running, rowing, swimming, biking, whatever that is. And then I'll do my push-ups and my pull-ups. Um, and then typically in the afternoon, if like, if my body's not feeling good, like man, my shoulders hurt or whatever. And there's like butterfly, there's pull-ups in the workout. I'm not going to do these kipping butterfly pull-ups again and aggravate my shoulders. So I'll just, I'll switch it up. I'll scale it to being, maybe it'll be strict or I'll do a bent over row. I'll scale it. So my body feels better in the long run when I compete. And, um, and that's why I feel like being a coach has helped me a lot is being able to scale for myself and learn that you don't have to go hard all the time to get the desired results that you want. Absolutely. And you mentioned, so like, what do you have to kind of schedule? I mean, you're training around in terms of like external stressors. I heard you, you mentioned, so what, what do you do outside of, I mean, the gym, like with your, with your business and whatnot? I, are you in the Bangor area? Well, obviously you must be, or at least within a reasonable driving distance. Yeah, I am, I am within the, um, I am living in Bangor currently. Yeah. Um, nice. so I do have, so I have a heat pump cleaning business that I started in uh, college just to make extra money That's on cool. the weekends um, just through my dad because my dad has done the same thing and he's had a business and so one day he's like go check it out and started doing it and then it started to take off after I graduated and I figured I might as well keep with it run with it yeah what's the name it. of it bro you might as well put it out there yeah it's um it's Wink's Heat Pump Cleaning it's Maine's most affordable heat pump cleaning service Booja. 
bougie. Gotta you, plug it. You gotta plug it, dude. <laughs> and you obviously, you know what? Like, okay, great, gotcha. And what's the? Where can they reach you at? So they can reach me. I've got um, a Facebook page, Wingsheet Pump Cleanings. There, I've got a website, wingsheatpumpcleaning.com. You can also just call me on my cell, 207-542-0527. You're not just supporting my business, but you're supporting me in my training as well. Booja. Plugged. And in. That's awesome. <laughs> I didn't know you had your own business. That's pretty cool. It's been the only way that I've been able to afford to train. <laughs> that's funny i really no honestly and it's kind of nice if you're more or less like self-employed and you and you have your own business because you can kind of be flexible with your more hours me on the other hand i mean i have a freaking career and i kind of have to go with that i work from eight to five and if i train it's got to be in the evenings and dude boston traffic is the worst thing in the world you can look up you can look up a place and it'll say eight miles away and you're like oh eight miles away no problem and then you put it into the Waze gps and it says because that accounts for traffic and everything and it tells you 40 minutes to go eight miles i'm like bro i used to be able to go eight miles in like five or ten minutes when i lived in maine like what is wrong it's just crazy but just dude like boston is just not built for the dense population that's here i think you know, it's not a huge in terms of population size, but the density, man, it's just not built for this many people. It's just crowded as hell. No. If you were a CrossFitter, it'd be great because then you'd get your cardio in all the time. You could just run. <laughs> yeah. But that is very detrimental to your weightlifting career. So oh, fuck yeah. I would stick in the car. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. For sure. Well, that just about wraps up all the questions I had right here, Connor, but... Thanks for taking the time to do this with me in the evening. Um, I'm sure you're tired and whatnot. Did you train tonight already? Um, so this morning I I hit it at um, at five, and then I went and helped out the local high school um, wrestle at their wrestling practice. Nice. So did you do? Do you do two a days? Yeah, I t- I'll split it up. I'll do my stuff in the morning, mm-hmm. and then that doesn't require a lot of warming up, and then more stuff in the evening that's smart i wish i could actually i probably could split up my training but i just cannot force myself to get up super early plus i'm also doing stuff late at night i'm kind of like a night owl sort of but it takes like two weeks to get used to getting up early and you hate yourself every time but you're always happy afterwards yeah always maybe i should just start doing it the hell with it maybe i will maybe i won't we'll (laughs) see all right man well i'm gonna let you go here Thanks for taking the time to do this, and we'll have to do it again at some point. Yeah, absolutely, Walter. All right, brother. Peace out. Have a good one. Against picket signs for my wicked rhymes. Look at the times. 
ocean emotions run deep as oceans exploding tempers flaring from parents just blow them off and keep going not taking nothing from no one give them hell long as i'm breathing keep kicking ass in the morning and taking names in the evening leaving with the taste of sour it's vinegar in their mouth see they can trigger me but they'll never figure me out look at me now i bet you're probably sick of me now ain't you mama i'ma make you look so ridiculous now i'm sorry She won't even be at your funeral. See what hurts me the most is you won't even. 